Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers and cults. cults. Oh my God. My name is Emerson. My pronouns are he, they. My name is Tony. My pronouns are he, him. My name is Aiden, and my pronouns are they, them. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? like went to Olive Garden <laughs> and it was me, my mom, my sister, my brother and you I came out of Olive Garden? That's the fucking gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know! I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it... I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Welcome to It's Our okay. Turn! Who the fuck are you? Oh, <laughs> Queers in Colts, <laughs> criminy. Yay, good thing we have our own pre-recorded intro. <laughs> oh, woo! Yeah, uh, if you're joining us live, lucky sorry. you. <laughs> Both of those We're are sorry. accurate. <laughs> We're not sorry. Um, uh, yeah, My who are you? I am Aiden, my pronouns are they, them. My name is Emerson, my pronouns are he, they. Did you have to think about that? Which is fine if you did. I, I did. Just... It's been a long time since I've introduced myself so formally. Oh, gotcha. And also, words are just fucking hard for me these days. Words are fucking hard. That is, that is, that is um, a fact. It's also, I, I'm here once a month now. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, every day feels like a long, long time to me. There is just so much that's going on yeah. and being released in this body. And it, it just like, so I do not even know what happened last. Oh, I have absolutely I no idea. What or happened just last like week, where to less. start. I do remember next last week, actually, me and, um, uh, me and, uh, Annalise, who's actually going to be, um, become a regular co-host on here. So it's going to be you, Tony and Annalise, um, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm really, really, really fucking stoked. That's awesome. It's still going to be me every week, but also that just gives a lot more. Right. A lot more people that can also come in and host if I need a day off. I don't, yes. I haven't needed a day off because I love doing this so much. This is one thing that like gives, this is one of the few things in my life that gives me energy instead of takes it. But um, also when you talk about your trauma for two hours, sometimes you need to take a break. But I'm very excited to um, have her come on on a more regular basis. Yes, that's awesome. I think um, having a just more feminine perspective mm-hmm, is going mm-hmm, to be a really mm-hmm. good and she's good addition. So incredibly intelligent, 
Damn, sounds so like insight. I've it's never really met cool. this person, but you should, we should meet. We should have we should have like an it's our turn like luncheon. We I do an it's our turn brunch. I literally wrote down having a co-host party mm. to equalize like work you know or the... just like as far as the podcast goes. Yeah, just you know because like it, work party. There <laughs> are well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> learning from past podcasts yes. mistakes that uh, are not our mistakes but we don't have yet yes exactly but there are a lot of resources that go into something like this and there are a lot of resources that go into keeping this on platforms for people to search up and look up past episodes mm -hmm. and binge listen like they're there is money, there is time, there is editing, and while you love it, while it fans the fa the flame of your soul fire, there still can be more equality. There can yeah. still be more balance. And I wanna get to that. So that <laughs> so like, yes, let's have a work party, but like let's throw in some mimosas or like, yes, you know, it absolutely. doesn't have to be so terribly formal, yeah. but just Yes, I would love to yes. get together with these people yeah. because they sound fucking awesome. They and are amazing. If we could figure a way for all of us to be here, that might be too many people, but really, <laughs> I, don't know. I think we could do it. I think we could do it. We would just all have to share like every mic would have to be shared, which is totally like not a problem at all. Yeah. So yeah. But I think that would be really fun to do. Um I think that'd be a blast and we should definitely talk about that. Yeah. Um, and make it and make it happen because I think that would be so much fun. And also just all of our unique, per like choosing a really cool topic with all of our unique perspectives. Um, also, do you realize that we've been doing this for over a year? Last November was a year. It's 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 we've been doing this for over a year. Isn't that amazing? And that's where I'm like, what the fuck is time? Mm -hmm. Like a day is literally a year in this body right now. How <laughs> has it been over? How did a year go by? I mean, I know there was like we did this every week. I did this every week at some point for a long time. I've been doing this every week ever since we started. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And And so that like that blows my mind mm -hmm. of your capacity. And that's where I'm like. There has to be a way that 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 work input can be balanced. Maybe not. For sure. I, you know, maybe not like how much time is contributed necessarily, but just you know, like yeah. we will find a way that will flow that will work for all of us because it, yeah. it is worth it to me to mm -hmm. keep it on platforms like Spotify yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Because it's, I cannot tell you the feedback that I have gotten about how expansive it has been and how enlightening it is, even of just acknowledging that like religion is still sold as the healer of these issues, when in reality it is the agitator of, yeah. of the issues mm -hmm. that people are having. Like we were saying outside, spirituality, which I'm finding to I'm finding myself to be a terribly spiritual person. <laughs> <laughs> Words intentionally use a terribly spiritual person. <laughs> terribly. <laughs> and I am really finding a lot of healing in it. But like you said, it has been hijacked. It's been hijacked yeah. into something that that has been spun to to diffuse our power instead of yep. reclaiming it. And mm -hmm. so the spirituality that I'm tapping into is is bringing my natural cycles back in and mm. and my own like just being able to be present like that stillness that oh uh, yeah just that capacity to be here with myself 
it, it, that That's, that permission. <laughs> yeah, that is that is oh god, that is a really 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 incredibly valuable um, tool and ability because one of the things that I deal with it's a symptom of trauma, it's a symptom of OCD, which I have both is intrusive thoughts, and yeah. I deal with them every day, all day, at all times, which is so the way that I man I don't they're not managed I I I the way I like deal with them manage I don't yeah. know well I don't want to say manage because I don't know that I'm managing them as much as just like suppressing them mm. but I have to keep my mind busy 24 7 24 7 like which makes it difficult to fall asleep when you're like having to keep right. your mind occupied until you go to sleep because otherwise you deal with intrusive thoughts right but if I let my mind and that's one of the things I think I would love to just <laughs> I would love to have I don't know how to do it yet, but eventually I would love to fuse this podcast into a podcast also or like a topics about chronic illness and how because mm. they're so very intertwined, I feel like, um, at least for me, and how like one makes it difficult to manage the other. Mm -hmm. um, but just even talking about how exhausting managing your trauma is on a regular basis, like people understand a lot of times. And this is kind of what we honestly started the podcast about was that you know, because people understand the overarching challenges of like religious trauma, toxic religious trauma, but like the 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 details, the day to day, and, and how, particularly as queer people, particularly as queer people, and how exhausting that like like my like my mind from the moment I open my eyes till the moment I close them and fall asleep, I my mind I'm constantly managing my thoughts to to keep intrusive thoughts out to try it. And then that's on top of, you know, triggers that's on top of, mm. you know, neurodivergence, ADHD, OCD on top of all of managing all that. I'm also just trying to keep my intrusive thoughts at bay. And then I have to take medicine at night to help me forget my dreams because my dreams are also active mm -hmm. and, and traumatic. So sometimes, you know, I feel like a lot of times, even myself as someone who deals with trauma, I forget how exhausting it is. And I'm really hard on myself at the end of the day. Why am I so tired? I only work five hours today. Well, maybe it's because <laughs> I I have a social anxiety so inter and I'm neurodivergent. So interacting with people at base level is exhausting. And then add managing intrusive thoughts, add managing OCD, add managing your 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 <laughs> like ADHD, add right. trying to do the tasks that you're supposed to do. You know, and it yep. just piles up and no wonder people, you know, uh, you know, with trauma, like it, are just exhausted all the time. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, I have I'm sure I've mentioned this before. Um, highly sensitive person. Have you heard of this? It, I I think it's a kind of neurodivergence. It's just a, people who. I guess identify as highly sensitive people. I didn't know. I've never heard of it as an identity. But. I don't know. I don't know how it crosses over, my friend. I literally don't because, like, I I highly believe that I am a I am a highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. My neurology is just a sponge for other people's shit, and I didn't yeah. know mm -hmm. that I was allowed to to not absorb that. I didn't know that I could make boundaries that say. If a person honks at me, that's on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. if a person honks at me, it also will like drain me like a yep. fucking sink. Like I am yep. just out of energy because uh -huh. it. And I don't know why, other other than to explain that I am a highly sensitive person. I'm looking up something. Um, 
the de- the definition of something. So I am listening to you, but I just want to let you know why I wasn't looking at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I I I kind of want to go into a little bit more detail about my hypothesis as to why yeah. why chronic pain and growing up in a religious household <laughs> seem to go hand in hand. Yes. Um, and not always, but I think in a lot of ways, this idea of having to sit, of having to just be still mm. by force. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. It, it causes this stagnation in energy in your body, especially as a child, like having that much energy, that much playful, rambunctious energy. And the idea of having like containing it in a glass jar is a good visual for me. Yep. It just help it um that causes a lot of problems. That oh, causes yeah. a lot of problems if you sit and you need to move. And so which everyone does particularly kids. Yes, yes. There is but but the thing for me is the intentional movement. And that's been something that because you know when you can I ask you to clarify what you mean by intentional movement? Yeah, so instead of instead of doing all these things to keep my hands busy so I can prove that I'm a productive person in life, ah, okay. I will intentionally move my body, like going on a walk, like putting on some music and allowing the music to flow into my body and for me to release whatever was in it like for it to like cleanse me in a in a way it if i you know get a massage if i go to a chiropractor like all of these things in my opinion are like the intentional movement of energy like the intentional i mean even a haircut for some people like absolutely that like that shedding of a layer, that um, that movement of what has been forced to stay in your body. Yeah. Okay. And and for me, I I mean, I've been dancing three times this week, like three That's, times a week recently. Just dancing with your dancing on your own. Yes. Dancing yeah. on your own. It's a song. <gasps> I'm added to the list. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and and this plays into drag of like what drag is for me. For me, drag is how music feels in my body and sometimes it includes gender, sometimes it includes sexuality, sometimes yeah. includes animals and you know like animalistic movements or like Oh, I was like literally animals. I would never do drag with an animal. Yeah, Ooh. no 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 no. Let like me pets. let me clarify. Like <laughs> like so we are we are we have animal bodies, right? We have yeah. mammal bodies. Yeah. And so it is unfair to keep the natural movements of like crawling on the floor or like acting like a bear and yes. like roaring, like what whatever your body needs to do, like whatever animal or like energy it needs to tap into to release what has been locked in allow it and i and that is what drag is for me is just like allowing my body to move in space with music that's really beautiful and i was writing down notes which i've you know what what a what a simple concept that has been life been life-changing for me is writing down notes so i don't forget things yes (laughs) Um, yes uh 
uh, that's been a, like a common theme at work particularly, but it's filtered into my personal life is like figuring like, like actively figuring out ways to, to deal with like, to deal with, you know, my neurodivergence so that I can remember things and be efficient and not just try to white knuckle it and do it anyway, how it's supposed to be done. It's like, mm-hmm. no, just fine. Like I can't write notes on paper because in, for two reasons. One, I lose it too fast. <laughs> and two, once it's on paper, the whole process of writing notes is that it comes from your head and goes on your paper so you don't have to remember it. But then my head has, once it goes on paper, I can release it. So it's so I don't even remember to go back to the paper at all. That's been a huge issue at work because I take notes on, on a notepad and then I don't remember them and I don't remember to reference them. So that's why I've had to, I've been taking my iPad to work and I've been writing notes on there because somehow the digital aspect of it, I can go back to the digital aspect and I can, I can, and I found this really cool program. My coworker told me about it where you can, you can write the note down with, um, you can just write it. Like with, with a special with pen an Apple you pencil. have. <laughs> yeah, it's an, it's an Apple pencil. It's the the <laughs> a magic pencil. <laughs> it's these little things that you can use with the devices that you have when you use them to the fullest extent. This isn't a pointed conversation in any capacity. Oh, <laughs> sorry to yell into the microphone. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. Just to clarify, this is a pointed conversation it is, because 100%. I've had a phone. I think it would be over two years. You've had an iPhone for over two years. Over two years, and I still haven't made an Apple ID account. Which just. <laughs> It, it, it's not even that doesn't even that that like that's like if if you like I feel like if you told me I've been alive for 30 years and I've never drank water I'd be like that's impossible you can't p- humans can't do that like I still have a hard time believing that it's real I have so much to expand on this god my life makes so much sense now anyways <laughs> um, please continue yeah. With your fancy <laughs> magic pen over there. But you were talking about, you know, being still and how we were forced to be still. And I have and I wrote down a note about my nephews constantly moving because they're four and five years old. And that's what you do when you're a kid. And we, as, at, as, as early as I can remember, four or five years old, six years old, we were not allowed to move in church at all or talk or make noise. We had to sit there for hours on end. In addition to that, my dad also was... OCD, he had PTSD and wasn't dealing with it. Very angry person. And so everything annoyed him. So we were expected to also be quiet at home. So we weren't allowed to play loudly. And even when my dad wasn't around, it was like we were still expected to behave in certain capacities because if we were loud at my grandparents, then we would think it was okay to be loud at home. And there was just so much fear built into our family unit that mom was like, you know, my mom was basically like, you can't be loud anywhere because then you'll be loud at home and then dad will get mad. And we don't actually know what will happen when dad gets mad. Um, And so at the earliest age that I can remember, we were expected to be quiet. I mean, I remember getting in trouble for laughing in my family car. Like me and my sister were laughing and I'm talking like five, six years old laughing and we got in trouble because we were making too much noise. So wow. the moving aspect is fundamental. It's not just like, oh, it's so good to move. I think about Noelle Tucker, who does the the, the Mother Tucker and mm-hmm. on the station from 10 to 12. Um, <laughs> uh, how they're a dancer, a trained dancer, and they move constantly. And everything is movement to them. Everything is a dance. You know, they see a tree blowing yes. in, in the wind. And that's, that's dance. Uh, that's I love that. how my brain works. 
genuinely, that's how my brain works. When I listen to music, I see dance. I see a dance. I can think of dances. I can put movement to words. I can't do it. Even in my own home when I'm by myself, I feel awkward in my own body and in my own skin. I can't move. I can't just be free to move. It's everything feels uncomfortable. And so that it's not just like important. It's not just like good. It's not just freeing. It's like fundamental to being like a happy human being is movement. Yes. And we weren't allowed to do that a lot as, you know, growing up just at all for one reason or another. Yeah. And and the important thing to note here is like movement in whatever that body's capacity in. That doesn't yes. mean that every single body needs to move the same. That doesn't mean that we all even need to have the same, like, yeah, just what I said, the same ability. We don't all yep. need to have the same ability. Movement um, is defined by you, not yeah. anyone else. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I think that's something that I've come to realize in in, in this time apart is that the realization that I only have the answers for myself and, oh, I don't need to have answers for every single person. Whoa, life is actually so easy. Yeah. Like, I just need my truth. I don't need other, I don't need to get other people's truth. I don't need to make a, a, a system or something in line to make, you know, like, Yep. yep. We are all so incredibly different. And I think that that is what, has been so hard about these systems is that we're told that we have to be all the same. We have to fit into this structure. And I don't know, I might be going, I might be going off a little bit, but it's just, it's given me so much peace of mind to come to the realization that I only need to find my own truth. I only need to find what makes me comfortable. I only need to make my own life sustainable and trust that everyone else is making their own life sustainable. So question, a clarifying question. What, who else were you trying to, to do these things for? Well, so, so thank you for asking. So, um, the, the idea of, um, like who I was in the past, the idea of the person that I was when I was tapped into the system of Mormonism, mm-hmm. the belief that I have the answer, capital T, capital A, mm-hmm. the answer mm-hmm. of what makes a life meaningful, what makes a life worthy, what uh, like blueprint a life should have in order to ensure the utmost comfort and security in the afterlife for everyone, every single person, this is the answer. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, I mean, in, in all of the ways it shames lifestyles outside of that capacity. Yeah. And you know, this is like the hijacking of like ritual of connecting to your ancestry. I feel like I just completely lost the train of the track of thought, but I don't think so. I just keep, fuck. I keep, 
I noticed that there was a show that was on here multiple times and now my brain's like, now you have to categorize every single show that's there's a there's a board behind you that has a oh. list of all of the shows and what <laughs> times they are. And I saw a show on there twice and now my brain's like, you have to figure out where all of them are and categorize them in your head. So I keep looking away from you going, That's not important. Oh. Why is my brain doing this? So I yeah. apologize. You should get a tapestry or something to just like. You should get blinders like there. they put on horses <laughs> so I can only see you. Um, um, at, <clears throat> oh, but no. that's but that's what I mean is like having having the answer for every single life. And so like with that knowledge that I have the answer, I have to bring this truth to everyone. Yes. I okay. have to save mm-hmm. them. Oh, yeah. I have to get oh, them yeah. to see that my way of life is the one way of life and therefore that validates me like that was that was a big thing too of like i am only validated until other people see me oh god i mean just in that one like statement i could just like (laughs) forever the the one of the the first thing was the um how it's so interesting to me how when we come out of toxic religion like so using the the answer as an example so we you know i was raised to believe that you know jesus christ salvation there was only salvation through jesus christ and everybody had to get saved so coming out of that i don't believe that anymore um i don't believe there's salvation i don't believe that everyone has to be saved and 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 even if even if assuming like going off the assumption that Jesus is real and there is salvation, I don't think it falls within the lines that most um, toxic religion in Christianity says it does. <clears throat> and however, that concept of having to save everybody else stays with you and morphs into your trauma. So that concept that you no longer believe or accept has like absorbed into your trauma and made things more complicated. So it's like, I know there's not an answer, but I feel like I also have to solve everyone else's problems. Yes. You know, and, and this, I just, I want to, I want to throw out colonialism Mm -hmm. because that's like a big part of what this is of like, I have the answer for everyone else. I need to spread this good word. Like that colonialism is active in our bodies today. But something else I want to go into is like the, Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, uh, what were you saying just before, just before I said that? The, that we thinking that we had the answer. Like, oh, yeah. yes. Um, some like a, a recent realization is that speaking my truth has been very unsafe. Speaking like, like I feel this way. My body has this response right now. That has been very unsafe in the past. Speaking yes. from a place of I has mm-hmm. been very unsafe. Mm-hmm. And so speaking for other people is very, what? Sorry, you're getting ready to pull that off. Like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was afraid it's it was gonna... very clipped and secure, oh, I okay. promise. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, thought you were... so, I thought you were gonna pull it off and I thought it was gonna fall and then I thought it was gonna distract you. So to avoid that, I stopped the podcast to mention it, so. That's okay, it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, um... Uh, coming from a place of I was very oh, difficult. Yeah, so speaking for other people is a lot easier. It's a lot safer. Yeah. Um, and, and so that that stickiness of like, I have a right 
to speak for other people and I should speak for other people, which is the stickiness of colonialism. Yep. And I have the answer. And I mean, truly, this is, this flared up just this morning. Other people sharing their truth that is very different from mine completely invalidates my truth. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it and it and it it um there isn't a secure sense of self yeah. because it's so weakly threatened by someone else simply sharing their truth. Yeah. But I apply it as they're speaking their truth and it's very different from mine, so I'm wrong. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And so like it's just it's a fucking rat race. Yeah. It's a rat race. <laughs> like standing firm in what you believe is a very challenging thing to do, ironically, for people coming you know, coming out of toxic religion, even though that's what we claimed we were supposed to do. <clears throat> it's only standing firm in their beliefs that is that is okay. So as soon as you walk away from the their belief, nothing else feels secure. Even though you were taught the concept of standing firm in your beliefs, what they actually meant was their beliefs. So then that, the, you know, the other side to that coin, it's like kind of like the like the whole like good and evil kind of thing. It's uh -huh. like once you rinse away what they were actually talking about, what you're left with is the fucking shitty aspect of that of that um, conditioning. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and that's that's how so often you walk away from a concept you walk when people are like oh i left the church or everything's fine no 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 no. you left the church now begins the real work yeah. you know now yeah. begins all of this now you get to see how shitty all of the conditioning is that happened to you and yeah. you get to unpack that yeah you know? yeah and that's a lifetime of work it's exhausting and you know there is there is a lot i mean something you said about like us versus them or like I, I don't mean to other these people, but what makes us different from them mm -hmm. is that we try to think about how they are thinking. We try to think about their th how they can digest this information best in order for them to really hear it. Yeah. But 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 that empathy that ability to think about a way of of thinking or a way of living that is different from yours they're not doing that no, no they they not. are believing the narratives that are being told to them that queer people are perverts that you know mm -hmm. that drag is to out for the children whatever the fuck that means like quote out Just, for the children <laughs> God, i can't we could talk all day about this we could talk all day but yeah. the long and the short of it is they the when people start to question what they are being told that i think is what is going to break through and i, I think it's happening i mean it's happening in tiny tiny little moments and even of just like the realization that you can ask what someone's pronouns are. Yeah. It starts there. Mm -hmm. It starts in, you know, I don't even know. I'm going to go on a rant, but I don't want to yeah. go on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why Thank not? you for that's listening. What show, that's what this show's about. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about while you're talking, you know, obviously, if, if, if you pay attention to any kind of social media at all, if you're just exist, if you exist in this world at this moment, you've heard about how they're, you know they're out for drag shows they're out they're mm -hmm. trying to basically criminalize 
queer people again. Like that's where it's headed. That's yeah. it, that's where I mean I saw a post that was, you know, there was a a politician that said a politician that said that transgenderism needs to be eradicated completely from humanity. Like recently? Yes. Oh. That how, has been said in the last like couple weeks that someone said a politician said that on his platform, not just like a not like a video or a TikTok or like a someone overheard, that was part of his speech. His his speech on his platform that he said and uh so yeah he wants to literally get rid of transgender people apparently by any means necessary wow and so one of the things that i think about that i wish people would start doing is when people talk about how dangerous you know queerness drag queens you know that can they you know they always talk about the sickness the the mental illness the all this kind of stuff that that being queer is but no one fucking breaks down uh toxic religion when some christ when some radical extremist christian gets up and starts spouting their beliefs people don't break that the mental illness of that down yeah. oh like 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 the like people don't start breaking that down people don't like remove the religion from that and go well okay you know putting jesus aside let's talk about how you um feel like that you have the answer for the entire world um let's talk about how like you said colonialism let's talk about how that's colonialism let's talk about how your 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 you know being bigoted and how like all just the mental illness i've talked i've i've said this before on the podcast that if we're talking about toxic religion, if you removed the Jesus aspect of it, it's closer to mental illness than it is, you know, spirituality mm-hmm. that when that their behavior is, is bad. And that if you, if you looked, if you were able to look at it, if everybody looked at it through the lens of just human behavior and psychology, their behavior would be closer to mental illness needing to be dealt with than queer people. Right. Like we're just fucking trying to live our lives. Right. We're not trying to, we're not, we don't have the answer for everyone. We're not, we're not going door to door. We're not trying to convert people to our way. We don't think we're the only, you know, we're the only group that's, that's going to anywhere that's, that's right or wrong. We're not, you know, like, like, we're not closer to mental illness. We have mental illness, but our behavior is not closer to mental illness than theirs. And that's what baffles me, you know? I mean, that's uh, ultimately what I'm hearing is that these people have repressed trauma that they're not acknowledging. <laughs> that's just what I'm yes, hearing. Absolutely. It's <laughs> they have found something that gives them worth and they're clinging to it with everything that is in them. Like if somebody read a fantasy book and then started a book group that turned into a church that turned into a cult we would consider them mental ill right. mentally ill you know like if anybody else exhibited the same behavior that christians do without it being christianity we would consider them to be mentally ill and yet there's still just a lot like it's still listened to right like i mean there was a woman that was presenting a bill to like I saw a, a video of a woman who was print, presenting a bill and I don't remember what state it was somewhere in the Midwest um, that so that to keep gender and sexuality out of 
like it cannot be talked about in school. Gender and sexuality cannot be talked about in classrooms. And the, the politician said, so you mentioned George Washington in your bill. Who is Martha Washington? And she was like, his wife. And he was like, how would you mention that in a classroom if you can't talk about sexuality? She's like, well, I don't consider that sexuality. It's like, what the fuck do you consider it then? It's, they're, se- they're straight. Straight is a sexuality. <laughs> like, being straight is like, sexuality is not sex. And there's the heteronormativity of it. Exactly. That, that anything heteronormative isn't sexual. It's just normal. It's just normal. And she even, the video goes on, she even said, everyone has a moral compass, and my moral compass is the Bible. And it's like, that isn't relevant. So you're trying what does to... What that even mean? <laughs> I mean... But what it, what it boils down to is that she thinks classrooms should be judged should be guided by Christianity, right. which is just outrageous to me because if any other religion, any other religion, if they had positive or negative intentions, tried right. to do that, they'd be shut down in an instant because yep. religion doesn't belong in schools. But yet Christianity does. Yep. And just the like, I just can't, like, I mean, I can understand because I was in a cult, so I get that that's how they think. But with all of the information and education that we have, it's so baffling to me that there's people are still even giving them the time of day. Like, yeah. oh, you're a Christian? Your bill is based on the Bible? I don't have time for it. I, like, no, that's unacceptable. Absolutely right. not. You right. know? Like, it's just, why is it Why is it even allowed? You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how we're, how we're still there. You know? I mean, I feel like... Me personally, in my tiny opinion, I feel like a lot of people are acknowledging the unsustainable practices of the patriarchy. And I'm going to go on a, con- on a on a patriarchy rant. Please just, do. Just yes. go with We're me. We're ready for it. When the, the, okay, the patriarchy is alive in every single body, mm-hmm. every single one, man, woman, non-binary, everything in between and outside mm-hmm. of those, like it is in every single one. And unless it is acknowledged, unless it is addressed that it is not helping even those people to live in such a hyper-masculine way, a hyper-toxic masculine way of life, it is just going to be repeated as business as usual, as what is normal, as something that we should fit into. Mm. And, and... I was talking about this a little bit outside of, you know, there is a lot of madness that is just spinning. Like the world, the the acknowledgement, like this energetic resurgence of people coming into themselves, I think that's scaring the shit out of the patriarchy. And the people yeah. that have benefited from the power dynamic here are afraid. But that's also with the understanding that that means that they won't have a space in this new life. Like. Yeah. But but the fear is is tightening the grip on what is happening. It it this extra pushback that we're seeing of politicians going way overextending into we need to completely shut down this like uh, expression of gender and sexuality. People coming into themselves at such a young age, like we need to shut this down. We need to control it. That in my opinion, is going to build until it collapses. Yeah. 
And when that happens, and I don't know, like, I say as if it's going to happen so naturally, but there are people on the front lines that are making this happen. I am acknowledging that I am not on the front lines of that fight. Mm -hmm. I can't stand it up there, but there are people that are doing it. Um, but when all is said and done, like, we will still be here living our lives, doing the same similar things as religion, like spirituality and religion are, you know, real close to each other. But it's just going to, like, dissolve into something completely different than what has been business as usual. And I feel like I've lost you a little bit, but No, I'd... no, you haven't lost me. I'm okay. I'm 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 forming my next thought on exactly this because I yes. Okay. Because I, okay. I have a, a not a counterpoint, but uh I agree, but I have a fear based opinion about it. Okay. Okay. One other thing I want to kind of make this comparison of like it's kind of gross, so stop me if it's too much. But so with I I the comparison of a dead whale on a beach. Mm. It's gross. Mm -hmm. It's in the middle of everything. We all want it to go away really fast because it's stinky, it's gross, mm -hmm. you know? But and so like of a, a, a natural masculine answer is to blow the thing up <laughs> okay and we did that like that has happened yeah. and it went away really fast yeah. like it was really fun to watch it was really cool but like then there was shit falling on people's cars yeah. all over their homes like it was a fucking mess yeah and so like instead of Acting, reacting perhaps so fast, which is a very natural masculine response mm -hmm. of like, okay, do, right? Yeah. For most. I mean, I, I hate to make very generalized, but it is this like- This is your perspective and your experience, yeah. and that's what you're speaking to, for yes. sure. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, th in my opinion, instead of blowing the thing up and getting it gone really fast, burying it or introducing some sort of mm -hmm. bacteria or bug or something like a natural, like a more feminine way of going about this quote issue is it takes more time. It might be a little bit more uncomfortable for longer, but ultimately it is better for the environment mm -hmm. that that energy is released back into the system in a more healthy, natural way mm -hmm. and and that that i think is is what i mean by like the masculine the toxic masculine way that the patriarchy is assuming that we should all be in is like react work hard you know like boom boom mm -hmm. boom go 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 um and the feminine way i think is coming back of like we can still produce the fuck out of this shit, but yeah. it's gonna be more sustainable it's gonna be a little bit slower but sustainability and harmony is is all is all about it like yeah. and, yes. and so that's like that's that is what i'm feeling recently is yeah. like there's so much shit going on around me but my my track of life is to slowly decompose the shit that i am encountering slowly yeah. decompose it because if i explode it it's just going to go elsewhere and might infect other things that i 
didn't know it could in fact yeah. if that makes any sense that makes a lot of sense um one of the thoughts i had while you were saying that is the whole how we've adopted the term you know let's fight fire with fire fighting fire with fire and that's Very like nice. especially in like in action movies you know it's like oh we'll just fight fire with fire and then they end up winning fighting fire with fire is is a losing battle <laughs> if a house is on fire and you fight fire with fire the house burns down faster well nothing is gained actually by fighting fire with fire that doesn't actually help right but we've adopted it as this positive statement that means you'll win but that's not what happens and that's how i feel a lot of times we approach these situations where let's fight fire with fire no Let's not. That's not actually going to work. Um, they're playing the fast game. They're fa- playing the explosive game. They're playing their their fire. And if we actually want to win, we're going to have to play the long, slow g- game by drowning them out with water. Eventually, it takes longer. It's going to it. It takes longer. It's not going to be as fast. We're not going to see as many results. But it's actually what you're supposed to do. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and. And and so I agree. I agree on that. That's that's also my similar perspective, um, and how I feel a lot of times. But that being said, I look at all of these things, and you know, and you even said how it's going to come to this like point. It's going to just continue to grow till it gets to this kind of climactic point, mm-hmm. and then it's going to dissolve. And and I have this. What I'm afraid of. I, I do you watch Marvel movies? Yeah. Okay. So, did you watch like the 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 last one with Thanos, the um, the End Game? The End Game. Thank you. Yeah. So yep. so, shit. It's so funny. We watched that <sighs> movie, and everyone expected them to win, and then they didn't. He still snapped, and half of the population disappeared, and and then that was how it was for five years until you know if you watch the other one they route every back and blah 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 right but for me i'm like this is going to continue to get worse and having been in an environment with extremists having been raised in an environment with yeah violence wasn't i I, i've said this before where i often wonder where our church would have gone if what happened didn't happen and the pastor's you know family didn't fall apart and they didn't have to leave and everything you know crumbled that didn't happen where would we be? Would we would we be part of the the system that, you know, thought violence was a, a legitimate option? Like right. like having been in that environment, I can see this getting worse to the point that they do win something or break people down. Or maybe they lose. Maybe they lose in the government. Maybe their laws don't get passed, but then they start just taking matters into their own hand and since they all have all this fucking privilege and they can do whatever the fuck they want and they can shoot people and not and not have any consequences they can go out and get rid of queer people and no one's going to say anything because because they can do that and that's if that like that's that's my fear is that it's going to get worse and no matter how hard we fight it's still going to be worse and 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 that's a fear that i just live with yeah. And 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 it just constantly live with and I'm you know it's it's very difficult because my family still is religious mm-hmm. and extremely mm-hmm. so and I want to be part of my family's life and uh I want to watch my nephews grow up and I want to be involved but right. it's a package deal. Right. I can't just 
take my nephews and enjoy them and then you know and i love my sister and you know i love my family it's i love them you know dearly and i know that they love me but they don't you know it's just we've talked about it well but but you no fault of their own you have seen the sensitive power dynamics Mm -hmm. in those settings it's not their fault that they that they find comfort in that it's not their fault that that is their chosen way of life chosen is a little hairy for me i have to wonder if it is chosen but that's not for me to question you know like and that's the that's uh, yeah yeah so it's 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 you know it's hard it's it's, yeah it's difficult not like i i hope that not i'm not making excuses for anyone but i hope that everyone acknowledges the queer people that are that are dealing with this and their fight is personal yes their fight is their home their life their existence their happiness i often do feel guilty that i'm not in the marches in the protests in you know doing the activism i mean i am in my personal life yeah. and I have conversations yeah. with my coworkers and other people and I do a fucking podcast every week, but I often feel guilty that I'm not doing more, but I have to recognize and remember that a lot of queer people's fight is just for their own survival. Just that I'm, I'm, I'm turning 40 this year and I, this is for the first time in my entire life. Do I feel like I'm starting to build a foundation for a happy life at 40 at yeah. 40, not yeah. at 20, not at 15, not even at 30. Right. At 40, I finally am looking around going, I think <laughs> barring some other fucking huge a tragedy that I could build a happy life on this foundation that I'm building. And that doesn't leave too much space to go fucking, you know, protest anything. Do any, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes. Absolutely. And I have I have a lot to say and I feel like it's going to come across as like I'm trying to to get you to believe in this like potentially on my part unrealistic like source of hope that I have. Well, I'm a natural pessimist and I don't think you are. So I feel like it's very valid. <laughs> I know you're I feel like you're a natural optimist. Yeah. So yes. This is good. For Great. Both of us. Let's balance each other out. So so. Yes, there is so much to acknowledge that, I mean, I can only speak for me. I have passing privilege. I look like a cis man, and if I don't talk, usually people can tell I'm like a cis man, or they can assume I'm a cis man, and I have a lot of safety in that. I am very lucky in the home that I have, in the money that I make. Like I, There is so much privilege that I have, and I want to acknowledge that, and there are also folks that don't have as much privilege as I have and are doing way more to contribute way more to the grander scale of like in the legal system or the medical system, like where human rights are just so severely lacking. Like that, that, and I, I dig myself a, a good one when, when I think about like, I am doing nothing for the contribution of the betterment on a grander society scale. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but what I can do right now is go to therapy. 
is yeah. make enough money to feel stable in myself and independent in myself. I can I can take care of myself. I can allow me to feel comfortable by doing nothing because I haven't ever felt that before. The idea of allowing myself to rest super new. Oh yeah. And 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 this this fight that has to happen in the legal system that is happening. I have to believe, like I have to throw it out there that there are people that are fighting this fight. There are people that have that fire in them that is sustainable to act on that fire that causes change to happen. There are fiery politicians that are using big words that are pushing for change, that are actually making it happen. And unfortunately, it is on a more smaller scale. Like, it really depends on what state you live in. It really depends on what county you yeah. live in. It really depends on what neighborhood you live in. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel right hanging a pride flag in my neighborhood. And I don't, I don't know if that's because of any outward violence or like any out like there are any nazi signs or like yeah you know confederate flags hanging about but even an american flag i have to wonder what their morals are like yes you know and so i have to believe that the fight is happening on that grander scale because there are people that can sustain that but if what we can do right now is to make our homes more comfortable <sighs> allow it like yeah. I, I i just it's 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 hairy because with with the privilege that i have i could be doing so much more but i also have to say that the fight isn't necessarily on our bodies like they it yeah. isn't necessarily on us all of it to do this big work on the grander scale for society. I just, I, I have to throw that out there. No, and that, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I agree 100%. And, I, you know, I, I recognize the fact that often, I think this is a, a, probably a common with someone, especially someone like myself with chronic illness, in addition to all of my mental health issues, mm -hmm. um, is that, our perception of what we should be doing is based on a re reality where we don't have the challenges that we have. So my perception yeah. of what I should be doing is based on me being non-neurodivergent and not yes. and not having PTSD and not having chronic illness. That's what that is what my perception of what I should be doing is based on. That is not my reality. Yeah. That is not my reality. Like I feel like I should be able to work 12 hours a day, cook my own meals, keep, keep my house clean, Come and then on, also have up. a social life. Yeah. Yes. I work for five hours a day and I have to take a nap so that I can, I have to take a nap so I can be tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I have to rest Absolutely. for the rest of the day after working five hours and that's it. That's my reality. That's what I have to work with. But what I feel like I should be doing is not based on that. If it was... I'm doing what I can do. I, I, I am doing I, I am doing everything I can do and that is enough, you know? Yes. And, you know, I, I was also thinking I you know, I joke a lot about becoming, you know, just I wanna, 
become a swamp witch, you know, a, sw- a hermit. I want to just walk out into the swamp and become, you know, yes. become that swamp witch. And, and yep. I, I, I think about that and, you know, and, you know, my, my brain only works in movies, musicals and magic. Yes. And so when you think about that character in a movie, the swamp witch, the, the person living out in the, in the bog, you know, the old lady who, whatever, she's not going out and actively going out and helping people. But when people come by her house, you know, she feeds them, she clothes them, she houses them and gives them what they need. And, you know, it's gives if them a healing a potion. And, yeah, totally. If they're a good but swamp But that's up wish. to her. Yeah. No, but the, 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 yeah, exactly. The point I'm making is <laughs> yeah. that, like, I may not be going out to do the activism out in the world, but when people cross my path, I also don't turn them away. I help everyone that I possibly can when they come by. And that's that's what I can do. And that is valid and 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 is 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 helping in the bigger scheme because you're the people that are passing through, you help them with what you have and then they move on to go do the activism and go do the things and go change the world. So you are indirectly changing the world. But it doesn't feel yes. like that. You yes, know? Absolutely. Oh, it never feels like that. Absolutely. And I want I want to throw it out there that that doing this podcast is very much like sending out like you are very much like going out of your way while doing this podcast. This is this is extra energy. And I know you might not see it this way, but it is an addition, an additional energy consumption Mm -hmm. that you are consenting to do. But I, I hope I hope in saying that you do see that like you yeah. are going out like you are contributing people are positively benefiting from your voice being heard and and also with the switch of that if if this podcast is what you are hermiting into mm-hmm. like oh like yes people are coming to it and they're and they're hearing it and they're getting what they need from it and they're continuing on and even the people that listen to it and get an adverse reaction or might you know i mean further down the line hopefully this doesn't happen but if people get a very like active adverse like unhealthy reaction to this podcast from an uneducated perspective mm-hmm. of course we're up for constructive criticism but mm-hmm. Our response to that in not fighting fire with that fire in like questioning, like, why are these things offensive to you? Or like, have you thought about this educational resource that you could go to of like learning that maybe what you might think of queer people or sexuality or gender and the inclusiveness of that, that you could benefit too? in being so secure in your identity in benefiting from educating yourself on what other people are going through. Like there is, there is so much in our response in, and and, you know, something you said to me ages ago has stuck with me really, really healthily. (laughs) Like (laughs) I don't like what someone needs to learn doesn't have to be learned from me. Or do, I don't have to teach them this thing that they really have to fucking learn. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to yeah. be me. Like, there's so much comfort. There's so much ease. Like, again, 
this life is so much easier than I thought it was when I <laughs> when I had the answer yeah. when I when I had a duty to yeah. go out and save everyone like this life is so fucking easy if yeah. and that okay okay yeah yeah when you're just worrying about yourself yeah it's a lot it's a lot less difficult than when you fucking feel like you have to worry about every single other person yes yeah yes and you know going back to like that's a moral of mine that I don't have to care about other people, but I fucking do. Yeah. And I'm finding the balance of that, that my deep love for people or my deep love for bettering the lives of people has to come at us as a secondary to bettering myself or yeah. like caring for myself. And I didn't think I was allowed to do that, but, yeah. but we were taught that you weren't right. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but that, that like I actually care about helping people and that isn't something that everyone cares about. And I really have to keep that in mind. No, no, they don't. I don't understand it, but yeah. it's okay if you don't. Yeah. I just, there's a lot to learn there. <laughs> Maybe we should take a break. I was thinking the same thing, favorite songs of all time welcome back what was it uninvited by alanis morissette mm. i remember watching it seeing it hearing it for the first time watching her perform it at the grammys mm. on in on tv which was a very scandalous for us to watch the grammys because there was it was secular music yeah that's a very like worldly mm -hmm. event my dad wasn't home so that's why we <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> Daddy don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you heard that song? <laughs> Everyone's heard that song. Okay, don't. Everyone. No, I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> I don't mean, I mean it as in it's fucking everywhere. I can't get away from it. Well, you don't like it? It's not that I don't like it. I just, it's everywhere. Yeah. Every time I open my phone, that song is somewhere. It's, I don't, I don't like it that much. Yeah, no, I... That's what I feel about a lot of mainstream stuff is like the songs are great, but like how much they have been played just absolutely ruins them. Like We Are the Champions by Queen. Mm -hmm. It has been fucking ruined. Ruined. But yeah, totally. The, like thinking about We Are the Champions mm -hmm. and like who are we? We are champions. Like us queer people are the oh, champions. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know where you're going. This. I'm not sure what segue this is. I but, don't know. Uh. It's it's been like like taken over by sporting events and like domination oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that way. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's all. Sorry. I, I feel like you had a some, question. Something was going on with the computer and I was trying <laughs> to stop it. I got distracted. I you're doing great. Um, yes, I did have a question for you. Uh, you were talking about all, all all of this work that you're doing on mm -hmm. yourself and in general and in life. And so I would love to hear what are some of the self-care routines that you're going through? How are you managing just your mental health and your physical health during this? Because from experience, you know, I've talked about the the example of how I manage my trauma is that a lot of people think it's like the healing process is a journey with a destination that it's mm -hmm. like a wound that heals permanently. Once you get there, you're good. Once you get there, you're good. And I, that's like for me, it's more about 
you know, my brain, movies, musicals, magic. Yep. It's about more about learning how to contain my trauma in, in a healthy box and then focusing energy on keeping that box closed. Mm-hmm. And that's more what, like, for me, at my in my life, at my stage, that's more what it's like. So when you go, when you have to go into that box to open up some more trauma so that you can deal with it and learn a new lesson, you know, you're bringing out a lot of darkness that you then have to, to, and how do you manage that while during that process? Yeah. Shit. Thank you for, I feel like I have a lot of shit in my teeth. Sorry. Um, (laughs) They were just eating a scone, not for any other reason. (laughs) FYI. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You dirty, dirty listeners. (laughs) Um, Thank you for acknowledging how much, energy it takes to open this fucking box i've been at you know at some point it felt like why am i doing this like why the fuck am i doing this to myself yeah um and it still does feel like that sometimes i constantly look up the legend of pandora's box because yeah that's what i'm thinking about when i talk about the box yeah yep um and i love that that imagery and that archetype of like being so curious that you lead to the destruction of humans or something i don't know it's been, it's been, I've read it so many times and I still just can't really remember what it is. But um, to answer your question of what am I doing to take care of myself, it is adjusting the mic. Just in general, what are you headphones. doing? What the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I will say in this deep exploration of this universe inside of myself, Words have become very difficult, <laughs> and it takes a lot longer for me to get a sentence out of my mouth because talking fast is just simply not something that my mouth can keep up with Yeah, a lot of the time. So um, no, no. you're doing great. You're doing great. Um, I What am I doing in my self-care? Well, something that I will say that I feel like is normal okay. is that I have been sweating more than I have ever in my whole life. Um, like, do you think that like your body's like you're doing more in- work? Like you're is exerting no, more energy? No, I'm not doing anything more physically active. Okay. I am just like my physical body is sweating, and <laughs> the only way that I can explain it is like. In this stillness that I've forced, that I have been forced to be in, I have put that into every single cell of my body. And so the sweating is like the cellular release of the fucking shit that I have absorbed. And so. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So in. I don't appreciate the sensation of a sweaty body. I hate it. I hate <laughs> um, it. it. Like like on many levels, OCD, germs. I'm a, I'm a germaphobe. Yep. OCD. It, it's yep. miserable. It's yep. miserable. Yep. It's not a fun feeling. But what I have, I have just like felt a lot of comfort in knowing that the discomfort that I'm feeling is for a purpose of release. Like the sweat that I feel on my body is what is no longer in my body. 
And I'm like holding on to that yeah. as to like get through the discomfort of how much I'm fucking sweating. Um, have you read the the book The Body Keeps the Score? I have a lot to say on that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> have you read it though? Um, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I am slowly chipping away at it, and what I'm realizing is yeah, that same. it is a textbook, and it might not be what. I can absorb at this moment because mm -hmm. it talks about trauma in a very like blah 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 clinical, sort of way. Very yeah. clinical way. And it and it I'm finding that I'm just a little bit more sensitive and I need a little bit more of like this is digestible for me on like the education that I've had, which isn't a study of psychology. It isn't even an associate's or like a bachelor's of psychology work. Like I know nothing. Mm -hmm other than what I know about myself. And I, so no, I haven't read it, but the more I'm finding and the more I'm living is that that is accurate. That, maybe, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean, I totally No, no, go ahead. It. Maybe, I wonder if it would be helpful for you to look up like a study on it or someone's, someone's like, like a condensed opinion based article on it, you know, that like a someone who read it and Ooh, then like was a like, clip <clears throat> notes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> um, on a side note, I, d I don't, I have a hard time watching TV. I have a hard time watching shows. My anxiety mm -hmm. gets the best of me if, if I don't understand, if I don't know the, 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 I, I, I there's just so many, I have so many potential triggers and it's, and it also with just my attention span, it's hard. But on TikTok, I have found these accounts where they take like, like um, shows like ER or different like medical based yes. shows. And, you know, like in one episode, there's like four stories. Yep. Um, but there's one story arc. There's yep. one like whatever is happening, like that one patient they came in and they'll just take that one story arc and in like one minute clips, put that that story arc together. Oh, cool. Fucking love it. I've watched so many, so many episodes of so many shows by doing that without watching TV. And it's it, it, it like it's perfect for my how my brain works. It's so really are you watching amazing. Grey's Anatomy at all? Then I watch clips of Grey's Anatomy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Come to me when you have questions, or okay. you are like, <laughs> fuck. I am like, uh, the, yes, that is like a more digestible way of watching something. So I wonder if you could find something like that about this book. But I, I haven't read it. I've only started it. And but I the the comment that I, the whole reason I was saying this not to like keep interrupting you no, but no, to just going. say is that like uh, what I I have also learned this um, through like talking to nutritionists and therapists and stuff like that that your trauma legitimately lives in your body your trauma lives like just it lives there it affects your liver it affects your stomach it affects your brain it affects your bones it affects everything like makes it harder for you to legitimately function it's not just like people understand like oh i'm stressed so my tummy hurts but it's like it's so much more than that yeah like, that is true that is true but and also <laughs> yeah and yeah. also um so yeah I, I i can totally you know like i could totally see your body like going through so much emotional like work that it's yeah. like, causing you to physically yeah. Sweat. Like, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And especially like coming to like, I am just at this moment in time, I very much see myself as just observing or like collecting information about myself. I'm, of course, I'm doing the work to like change the behavior, but 
especially on a grand scale, I am observing so many community dynamics in my workplace, in the friendships that I make, in the community online that I'm tapped into. Like I am observing so incredibly much mm -hmm. and for at no fault of their own there are so many repeating patterns from these structures that i am a part of to the mormon church and it's all to do with the patriarchy yeah. um it all has to do with that assumption that everybody has to live in a toxically masculine pace of life and i in my capacity to observe all of this, it's hard to hold space of like what is mine mm -hmm. and what is theirs. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and so yeah, like in observing all of this, I'm feeling it in my body and I am sweating it out, but I'm also like crying every fucking day. Like yeah. I cry so much and it could be for an hour, it could be for two seconds, literally. Mm -hmm. Like, but at some point during the day, tears come out of my eyes. And I feel like there is <clears throat> I'm giving myself a lot of grace. And that's a word that I am still reclaiming because <laughs> I yeah, hate it. Because it's just like this because it's, it's been such a buzzword for, for Christianity for toxic religion. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gratitude is one too that mm -hmm. like if someone tells me to be grateful, fuck off. I'm but like, punch them in the face. I, I, speaking from Love me, it. I am finding so much grace for myself in allowing myself to cry mm -hmm. and allowing myself to sweat. Because, you know, and again, I give myself shit for not doing more in the community and for putting so much money and so much time toward myself right now. But, the results that are going to pay off from this work are going to explode into the society that I am connected with. Like, I am, I, I'm seeing an intuition coach. Yeah. And a word that she used to describe me that I have never heard before, but is so very much accurate and it resonates very deeply in me is a disruptor. I am a disruptor. I I want to fuck the system. I uh, want to yes. mess it up. But like for my intention is to truly better the society around me. And but yeah, I I just want to challenge yeah. what is in place. Um two things one you were you i I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because i wanted to mention what you're talking about earlier where you were you know you were talking about having an intuition coach and there mm -hmm. was kind of had implied there was a little bit of shame around that you felt yeah. a little bit of shame around that because yeah. there's so many things that are like you know oh my god that's not legitimate or whatever you know if there's not a certification on the wall it can't possibly help you you know right. but but yeah, th okay thank you susan but you drink a coffee every day like that's not helping you either but you still spend <laughs> money on it you know like <clears throat> yeah thanks for that opinion you know belinda as you drink your second bottle of wine of the night you know right like, we oh all have God. things that we spend money on to help us cope and we all have things that we spend money on to help us better ourselves and it is not anybody else's opinion what those things are so mm. it, so there's that that's that's my that's my thank you my my uh that's my um not 
sensitive opinion on it. But my sensitive opinion on it was that <clears throat> the 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 feeling of shame that we have around bettering ourselves is part of why that is part of the problem. That's part of why we go mm -hmm. to see the therapists and the coaches and the everything. That's why we read the books because feeling bad about bettering ourselves, how you, you, we were talking about that shame that you said you feel bad that you're spending so much money on yourself to better yourself instead of the community. It's like that process is actually coming from a toxic place, not a healthy one. Mm. Like if something is being motivated by shame or guilt, it's not good, <sighs> period, across the board. You know, there's a yeah. difference between, you know, recognizing consequences. There's a difference between doing something, mm. going, oh, shit, that was a bad decision. I feel guilty about it. And I'm observing that to change my behavior. That's different. That's part of the human experience that helps us to grow. But when you I think we've talked about this before on the show where I said, like, the word should like needs should to be. be should be exactly <laughs> the word should needs to be just completely removed from our our vernacular because the whole i should be doing i should be doing this i should no you you either are you aren't and there's no should no one's there's no you know like if you're working on yourself and bettering yourself that's good that's okay end of discussion you know like period like that is an okay thing to do and that's a very hard concept for i think both of us to yeah. accept <laughs> and then the other thing I was thinking is that when you, you know, we have so many, we have so many things that we're dealing with and we have to cope with and we have to compensate for. And I was, you know, what I was thinking about is not this last October, but the October before I uh, sprained a tendon in my foot and broke it and fractured my foot at the same time to like rolled my ankle and it sprang oh, the tendon right. and fractured my foot. And so, and I didn't get into physical therapy for that for an entire year. And then wow. I forgot I, about that. <laughs> pardon me. While I was going to physical therapy for that, first of all, um, like directly after that, I had an issue with my back. I had been starting to have issues and then it got really bad. So then I had to go to therapy, physical therapy for that. And, uh, and, the issue from my back was caused because I was compensating. I had been compensating for my foot hurting that entire oh. year for that entire year. I was compensating for my foot because springs, particularly when you spring a tendon, it takes over a year to heal. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had been compensating, which threw off everything else in my, in my body. And that caused my back to be out of alignment, which was pressing on nerves, which was causing pain. So, wow. So, that one issue, a lot of times we look at, oh, I fractured my foot and I sprained my, my, my ankle. So that's a problem with my foot. But we forget that, that it affects everything else. So, you know, like it, that throws off your hips and your hips throws off your back and your back throws off your, you know, is, is, is your spine. And then there's nerves in your spine and those nerves go to everything. Your hands, your yep. fingers, your stomach, your, yep. your organs, your brain, everything. So everything is connected and affected. And so sometimes I think that we forget that when I'm focusing on my anxiety. So this is an anxiety problem. So I'm working on that and I'm just going to work on my anxiety. But we forget that when you start working on mm. a problem, everything else that you've been compensating around that anxiety for is also being affected. And also everything that you're dealing with is usually in 
relation to something else because you have been compensating for that, you know? Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, I do know. And that there's no <laughs> there's no way to just and, and that's one of the challenging things. There's no way to just work on one thing. Yeah. I cannot just work on my memory issues. My memory issues are are part of my attention deficit. My attention deficit is being enhanced because of my trauma. My trauma is connected to all of these other things. You know, so mm -hmm. I can't, you're not just working on your diet. You're not just exercising. You're not just yeah. meditating. You're not just whatever. Right. Everything is connected to everything else. And when you start one thing, it does start a chain reaction of negative, positive, or neutral. But it does start a chain reaction. Oh, thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. Thank you for bringing that to my awareness mm -hmm. because, and it's and it's funny that you that you are mentioning mentioning that because I'm sure you've seen Frozen too. Yes, several times. That one because I like it, and two because I have nephews. <laughs> I I'm gonna be really honest. I think Anna and Kristoff's complete storyline could be snipped out for me. Both of them really annoy me. I'm just <laughs> interested in Elsa and Olaf, honestly. Yeah, um, that's valid. I think Anna's hilarious, so. That's fair. <laughs> to each their own. Comedic relief, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> no, but that idea of, like, the idea of the ripple effects that Elsa coming into her power caused. Mm -hmm. Like, she acknowledged her power, and because of that, this great, like, really big, grievous wrong that needs to be righted is calling to her mm -hmm. and drawing her out of her comfort zone yeah. into into the unknown. <laughs> um, yes. No, I'm um, just going to listen to that song for the rest of the day. Dude, you should end it on that song. Yeah, okay. Perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> perfect. Um, but, but that's, like... The the something that the troll grandfather said um, is like her powers that were once too much for this world. Let's just hope that they're enough to save it. Oh, that's a really good line. I like it. But at the same time, like this thing that was so not valuable before they tried to suppress it. But now that it's important, now that it's valuable, they need to tap into it. I I that's a very that. <laughs> That's so funny because that is the thing that is the thing that annoys me about both of those movies. But the only way I reconcile it is is that like the grandfather had to make a choice, right? And it was you know he just this is a choice he made and he had to right. deal with consequences. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and 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 that's the whole thing of like uneducated decisions leads to really poor yep. outcomes, and. Elsa was just getting more educated. Like the whole purpose of that movie is to edu be educated about what actually happened in the past mm -hmm. so that the next right answer could be made depending yeah. on the situation. Yeah. And <sighs> something I will say about going back to your original question, and I know we're almost out of time, but. You still got 10 minutes. About, <laughs> about what what I'm doing for self-care now mm -hmm. while opening this Pandora's box of shit. Um, I'm saying no a lot. Yeah, good Just walking around the house, I, I have my arms wide open. Like, I am taking up space. I am saying no 
for all of the times that I wasn't allowed to say no, or I wanted to say no and I couldn't, or didn't think I could, like I'm saying no for myself now. And I, 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 I really drawn a lot of comfort in this idea of sending, this is gonna sound really cliche, but like sending love to yourself along timelines. Like okay. at some point, and I know this to be true now, like the stability that I feel in myself, I was sending myself energy to get through the fucking hard days that I was experiencing when I couldn't dance it out, when mm -hmm. I couldn't say no with my arms wide wide open. And, you know, I, I, I was holding space for me. And it might not have been all me. There might have been other ancestral however you want to look at it but like energy guides how it might not have been all me mm -hmm. but there was energy intentional energy that was being sent to both my past self and you know in my in my future self yeah. and it's really that has brought me a lot of comfort in not feeling so alone in those moments of i am going through an imp like an explosion inside of me and I'm all alone in this. Well, no, I'm not because the reason I'm getting through it right now is because I was sending myself the courage and the strength to hold me right now. Yeah. Cause that's a big part of, of all of this is like, I didn't, I didn't think that I could hold space for myself. I didn't think that I was allowed to make safe boundaries around myself for myself yeah well we weren't we weren't allowed to do that we weren't yeah we simply weren't and so now that i am there is just like the the there is just so much space around me there is so much ease in being able to self-regulate into this little system into this little universe of mine and i like to think about it as a forest too i know i'm making a lot of comparisons but I like to think of it as a forest, like there is death and decay. There is darkness. There is a lot of like fucked up shit that's going on in here. Yeah. But there's also like crazy beauty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is just such a precious life. And that is in every single person. That yeah. forest is in every single person. And that forest needs different things. And that's like, that's the ease that I've come into is like, I don't need to figure out what another person's forest needs mm -hmm. because that is the self-work like that is for yeah. them to figure out and 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 i'm figuring that out for myself yeah and it's taking a lot of resources but oh, at some yeah. point it won't <laughs> you know oh yeah totally I, we had a, a situation at my job that i that i'm i will be very vague about the situation but the 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 principle is is still good but there was we had a situation with a person <laughs> uh, outside of our outside of our job not inside not any mm -hmm. of my coworkers and uh, we had to make some decisions about a, a person outside and how we were going to set some boundaries and and um, it was it was kind of a sad situation the person ne needs help needs you know like uh, psychological help need needs help it just needs help that's mm -hmm. just what I'll say mm -hmm. um, and uh, so there you know we were feeling bad about it when you're we just like, God, you know, like, I, I wish we could help this person. And I said something 
to my boss that it that I was like, oh, that's actually that's that's really smart. Did <laughs> <laughs> that come out of my mouth? Did I say that? Have <laughs> you seen Emperor's New Groove? Is yeah. that me? Is that my voice? <laughs> the oh, cat well. at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh well. Um, uh, but I said, I said yes. That person, that person does need help, but we. It's not. We can't provide it, and it's not our responsibility to. So mm. it's like we can recognize mm-hmm. that that person needs help. We can, we can wish that, we can hope that they get the help that they need, but it's not it's not our job and there's nothing we can do about that like that's not our responsibility and yep. and it's okay to recognize that person needs help i even know what kind of help they need i may even know where to find it but i have to set a healthy boundary and that person is 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 not good for me so it's not my responsibility to help them if you mm-hmm. can and you have the space do it mm-hmm. if you can't it's it's okay like it's it's okay that like it it's you know i know they need help i i hope they get their help but it's not our job to provide that we right. cannot pro- we cannot provide that so it's not our responsibility you know right right and that that's a really difficult thing to do and i but also if you boil that concept down a lot of times it kind of does boil down to like what you were talking about about having the answer like we didn't matter everybody else did so we had like our whole purpose for being a christian was to save other people so a lot of times that actually can be born from an unhealthy place your good intentions can come from a negative experience right and that is a really difficult thing to understand that the reason i want to help this person is because of because I wasn't taught self-worth like that is a possibility not all the time but it can be that way and that's a difficult thing to learn and or unlearn you know right it's it's hard to acknowledge that well and that takes self-awareness and that takes Mm -hmm. humility yeah and And it's a hard thing to hold yes it is (laughs) it's a very different that's a really good point it's a hard thing to hold because it's not again it's not a destination you don't arrive you just continue to do it every single day. It's just a process. Healing is a a process that you do. It's a practice that you do every single day. Yes. And that humility of checking, like, am I trying to push my beliefs? However pure and like good source they are. Am I trying to push my beliefs on other people? Yes. Okay. Then take a step back. Totally. Like that humility, that self-awareness, it's hard. It's hard to hold because it is very important to hold that in every interaction. Mm-hmm. And it gets easier and easier as you go on. I mean, maybe, but. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, now that I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> some things get easier, some things don't. Eh, it's a journey. You truly, know? truly. Some things that were easy a year ago are harder now, you know? And something, something you thought you totally had conquered now rises back up again and you're dealing with it again. Where'd that come from, you know? Right. Something I want to end on that I've said many times before, but talking about boundaries, you can lead a horse to water, but when it tries to drown you, <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> Because the horse in this situation (laughs) are the people that are not self-aware, that are just simply repeating patterns, that are reacting, that are, you know, angry and and aren't addressing that self-awareness. Yeah. Those are the horses that are trying to drown you. So make your boundaries and know, like, you know, 
uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we're leaving you with. That's people. what you're. Li- that's let, what you've got. Let no horses drown you this week. <laughs> May God allow no <laughs> horses to drown you. <laughs> May you find yourself not being drowned by horses. <laughs> yeah, sorry for bringing God into this. I feel like I threw off the vibe. Oh God, no. Thanks well, for listening. Thanks for listening. Stick everyone. around. Yeah, <laughs> there's Don't donuts go... after this. Exactly. Not real donuts. It's a show. Um, they may have real donuts. Or I do a not state know. of mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, don't go anywhere. Um. If you want to hear more of this show, I have not been very good at uploading episodes. I'm working on getting better, but we have 35 episodes already uploaded on Spotify, Podbean, Apple, and Google. Um, You can follow our Instagram at itsourturnpod, and you can email us at itsourturnpod at gmail.com if you would like to say nice things about us. Woo!